everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. I feel the power. It also burns. Do you have the power? I mean, I feel it. I don't know if I have it. I'll have to work on that. Okay. Uh, hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2, $2 a month. Get access to all of our bonus content. We have a few people to thank this week, Matt. Ooh. Uh, Lauren Wolf. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. I'm going to mispronounce this almost certainly. Darach Darach O'Cathane. Thank you. I'm thanks, D. I'm sorry I butchered your name. It's a you have a cool name. I'm I apologize. Neil Weinstein. Thank you, Neil. Thanks, Neil. Uh, before we begin this week's episode, a programming note: I'm moving to Texas, Austin, Texas. It is very far again from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I'll be driving there and up uprooting my entire life again. Uh, I will be away from my computer and my internet and my microphone for weeks. So. I at least two weeks without an episode, maybe three. As soon as I am able to record again back in a house with internet and a computer set up, I will be recording podcasts again because it is my way of life. But until that time, no new episodes. I thank you for your patience. And I'll try if you follow our social media, I will let you know when I am returned and when we'll have new episodes again. On to this week's episode. It is Faith Off, episode B A B F O six. Originally aired January 16th, 2000, written by Frank Mueller, directed by Nancy Cruz, received a 10.4 rating, which is roughly 10.5 million viewing households. The chalkboard gag, I will not stop phoning it in. (laughs) Sorry, that's funny. Might be a little bit on the nose, season 11 Simpsons. Yeah, right. You you don't you, you might maybe a little bit subtly will be appreciated. Uh the couch gag, uh psychiatrist is seated next to the couch. Homer uh yells that he's crazy and then sobs while the rest of the family stares. Again, maybe a little bit much on the nose. Uh, yeah. Not, because everyone is very sad about this. Uh, not a lot of subtlety. Um the episode guest stars Don Cheadle as Brother Faith. I had forgotten again, Don Cheadle was in this episode. Me too, because I heard his voice, and I was like, this sounds really familiar. I know this person's voice, and I could not catch it until the end. I'm like, oh, it's Don Cheadle, of course. It's Rhodey. Is it wrong? Is it bad that I just imagine that as soon as someone is in a Marvel movie, that's who they are for me forever? No, I mean, I think it's normal. Okay. Because that's who they all are, unless they were in, like, an even thing that I cherish more prior. Exactly. I don't think there is anyone, though. They are all like Chris Hemsworth is Thor, and he probably always will be. I mean, to me, Chris Evans will always be Johnny Storm, but beyond that. Oh, of course. His most iconic role. Exactly. I liked him in the second Fantastic Four movie, the the, the Silver Surfer movie, when the Galactus was a cloud. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the perfect one. Silver. I mean, hey, I will defend the Silver Surfer in that movie is actually a pretty good Silver Surfer. I don't think I've actually seen that one. The, it's the it's yeah. good. That part is good. The rest of the movie, mm, 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 yeah. not good. But the Silver Surfer part is actually decent. Uh, so also stars guest uh, guest stars Joe Montana as Fat Tony in a small part. It, it, oh, well, it this episode has its fair share of problems. Uh, we'll get there. So uh, the family is opening their mail. 
And of course, this they have a bunch of bills that have not been paid. But well, of course, I mean, who doesn't? Who does it? On top of all that stuff, Homer gets an invitation, invitation to go back to school. It is time for homecoming. Springfield University homecoming. Finally, a chance to relive my golden college years. Dad, you only took one course. Remember my love affair with Ali McGraw? She used to call me preppy. Then she died. Mm, there's a homecoming parade? A cocktail party? Then the big game between Springfield U and Springfield A&M. I hate Springfield U so much. You went to Springfield U. You hate A&M. So much. <laughs> Dorm room. Come on, baby. Let's matriculate. <laughs> you college boys are only interested in one thing. Oh. Mm -hmm. Whoa! You're supposed to hang your necktie on the doorknob if you got a girl in the room, or a ski hat if you've got a picture of a girl. <laughs> <laughs> my old roommates, the nerds. You working? Oh my, yes. I'm on a secret project that I'm not at liberty to divulge. Cyborgs! I invented a program that downloads porn off the internet one million times faster. Does anybody need that much porno? Uh, one million times. <laughs> I mean, if that were true, it'd be amazing, but a million you know, generally, million you're, times. you're limited by your choice of media when it comes to porn. <laughs> this is interesting, because this is a nod to continuity. It is ref like continuity. That doesn't make any sense. I yeah, I believe me. It it struck me back a little bit too, Matt. It is a nod to you know it. Uh, Homer literally in something we've seen in the show. Homer going back to school and befriending the nerds, even though I mean, they weren't never really friends. Uh, they were. They, no, he just kind of used them. Yeah, they, I, they, there was some problems there. But again, it's that's the weirdest thing about this is that. It's using him going to school and revisiting that and not really it doesn't it's not meaningful in any way. It really doesn't matter because it's just a way to get to the actual plot. Um so they they go to the homecoming reception. Um the guest speaker is the place kicker for the football team, who is a foreign stereotype. Eastern European, let's just, you know. Yep. He's call might, spade a spade here. Might as well just be the uh, uh Andy Kaufman from Taxi. It's the same just guy who just speaks in that accent. Um, everyone gets locked in because they need money. The college needs money. So they're going to take it from people. I mean, what else do you do? I This doesn't seem like super relatable humor, Matt. Well, I mean, obviously, if you've been to, to college, you'll totally get all this, right? I mean, I I went to college. I've never gone back. You've never gone back. Ever. No. Why would I? It's a very good question. I don't think you should. I don't, I, isn't, I, I think, doesn't everyone understand the alumni service is just to get money out of you for no good reason? Um, I've already, they got enough money. So Homer and uh, everyone else there apparently loses all their money, uh, gets taken from them by the two professors of thug, thugonomics. Thugonomics. <laughs> well, there's, there, there's only one true, uh, professor of economics his name is john cena man um oh of course of course I'm, I'm sorry um a security recognizes homer homer realizes he needs to pull a prank on the dean because they took his money it the the, the logic here is 
tenuous minimal yeah it doesn't <laughs> it, it doesn't matter so he he pulls he's gonna pull a prank on the on the dean a different dean apparently because it's definitely not the same dean as before that's true was that a uh, like a, a special guest uh or something for that that dean i don't remember no he i think it was just hank azaria oh okay I think fairly fairly certain that was Hank Zary doing that voice uh, of the original Dean, but this is a different Dean. It's still a Dean. I don't think it matters much to Homer. Um, he tries to prank the Dean with a bucket full of super glue. Is pranked himself with a bucket full of super glue. Can't really pull the audio on much of this because it's not a lot of actual talking. But Homer is now more glue than man stuck with a bucket. <laughs> Sorry, more glue than man is just amazing. His bucket stuck on his head, which is quite a visual. Um, they try and get the bucket off. They go to Dr. Hibbert. He's unsuccessful, which seems like the doctor could do something about that. <laughs> I know, right? You've got to have some kind of, um, of uh, not enzyme, not catalyst. Uh, oh, God, what do you use for glues? Losing Brain your failing. You're losing your perspicacity. I am. I'm going to have to give it my degree. It'll come to me. Some sort of agent that could dissolve the glue. Exactly. And I, so whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I understand that, yeah, they could get it off a much er earlier. But it, again, um, Bart drills him some eye holes and apparently oh, drills oh in, in dr it drills into his face. And that's totally well, okay. Obviously, I mean, you know how hard it is to stop a drill once you get going. That that's why when I saw that, I was like, "Yes, that is exactly what would happen." But why would you? It doesn't matter. Again, I don't. <laughs> they don't care. Uh, so he Homer drives in the driving with a bucket with eye holes. Apparently, not great for driving. No peripheral vision there. Really ends up at a revival, a tent, a, 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 a religious type tent event religious tent event religious tent event i that, love it that's what it is that's what that's where they end up and they 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 hear a lot of singing and they go check it out and they meet brother faith brother faith's revival for the healing love of brother faith Woo! good feel it in my belly now springfield can you feel the power yeah do you want to be saved? Yes! Now correct me if I'm incorrect, but was I told that it's untrue that people in Springfield have no faith? Was I not misinformed? Well, I don't know why. The answer I'm looking for is yes. Yes! Now let's hear it for the Holy Spirit. No need to fear it. Just revere it. He works in heaven. That's the 24-7. That's right. Check the Bible. Yeah, John 2, 11. Jump back. Feel it, feel it. Wow, he dances better than Jesus himself. I mean, it's sure I can't imagine Jesus was big on dancing. Um, and more important things to deal with. Yeah, parables about fish. Exactly. Very, very important. He, he's more of an ideas guy. <laughs> so, is that how we would describe Christ? He's an ideas guy? Exactly. <laughs> okay. So we meet Brother Faith. Um, uh, you know, he's, he is, he's, he's singing to his congregation, hyping them up about the power of, power of the Lord, power of the Lord's, uh, healing abilities. And we see him do some of that healing, some of the faith healing, and eventually has Bart help him cure Homer. 
What ails you, my son? I done sprained my elbow bone, so it goes in the opposite direction. <sighs> the power of faith compels you. Heal! Take station! Praise the Lord. It was a miracle, and it was gross. Cool. What affliction beplagues you, my friend? Oh, I just gotta work on my mommy's again. Come again? He paralyzed his vocal cords, cramming too many K-sounds into a punchline. Oh, mercy. Well, I'm not sure there's anything I can do for... Feel the power! Ah, release this clown! Have you gone completely for Kakta? Hey, I got my comedy case back. King Kong, Cold Cock, Kato Kalen. Hey, you Gentiles are all right. Wow, is there anything he can't do? Cure me! Cure me! Brother, I sense you are feeling trapped and desperate. Yeah, and I got a bucket on my head. Oh, oh, my! Satan really jammed that thing on good. I'm gonna need a holy helper. Someone who believes. No. Okay, moving on. I need someone with the power. This golden-haired little boy. Son, lay hands upon your father's burdensome bucket. Now proclaim, I have the power. I have the power. Oh, say it like you mean it, boy. I have the power. I have the power. <gasps> I see the light that burns. Hallelujah. Behold, this child has the power. Uh, miracle boy, I believe I had hair. Oh, here they are. I believe I had hair. <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> um, so I gotta say, Don Shield does an amazing job as this preacher. I mean, he is really giving his all. He sounds just like everyone I've ever seen on TV scamming people out of money. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think, my problem with this episode primarily is that it doesn't, it, it, it feels like it's about something, but it's not. Like if no, it, it's it's a Sorry, weird, it's weird. It's very strange because it has the hallmarks of being like a about like when you engage, like you engage in the idea of faith healers and them touching people, and suddenly everything is fixed and and all that. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. A lot of stuff you could, a lot of directions you could pick to go with the episode with, and it it seems like it's going in a way with you know Bart and him being a faith healer himself and having the power and all that, and then it kind of stops doing that, and then it starts again, but it's not. It's weird. It's strange. I don't know why they chose to do certain things. Um, well. Yeah, because it seems like they had this whole idea of the Simpsons, you know, crazy open where it gets them started on the actual path of the episode. The crazy open is the homecoming thing. And then you get on the real path, which is Bart being a faith healer, because really those two things should have no connection to each other whatsoever. It just so happens they end up in a faith healer tent. But the rest of the episode should be about the faith healing. Uh, you know, maybe Bart gets too involved and people start giving him money and he start re he starts realizing why people do things. And then something causes him to reconsider, but not, you know... Milhouse getting hurt like that's that's as soon as Bart's first revival is done he has to reconsider it's just weird why they chose to you know mingle things together in that way I, when they, they normally don't I have a suspicion Matt but we'll get there uh, that is how okay. that is when we go to commercial and when we come back uh, we see Bart uh, basically giving a, a talk to Brother Faith about you know where the power came from 
Excuse me, Brother Faith. I gotta know, how did you really get the bucket off my dad's head? Well, I didn't, son. You did. God gave you the power. Really? Hmm. I would think he would want to limit my power. <laughs> oh, yes, Lord. When I was your age, I was a hellraiser, too. My slingshot was my cross. But I saw the light and changed my wicked ways. I figure I'll go for the life of sin, followed by the presto change of deathbed repentance. Wow, that's a good angle. But that's not God's angle. Why not spend your life helping people instead? Then you're also covered in case of sudden death. Full coverage? Hmm. Then I said, I have the power, and the bucket came off. Cool. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can't breathe good, and it makes me sleepy. I'll give it a whirl, Ralphie boy. Devil, be gone! Ow! My milk money! And my milk! Ew. Ew! You did it, Bart! He really does have the power! Go forth and spread the word! Spread it! Yeah. It's amazing how easy it is to fix things with just some coins up your nose. Call me when you get back to cancer. I mean, you just hit someone as hard as you possibly can, Matt, and you fix everything. That's true, and the faith. The faith is what will heal people. Not the sudden impact. Uh, yeah. Of course, Lisa doesn't believe in any of this. Uh, she tells Bart, you know, don't, don't get swept up in your own hype. Uh, of course, Bart is absolutely believing in his own hype because you know, it's what Bart can do. Um, Lisa leaves Bart and goes to talk to Homer, who is attempting to get his homecoming float because apparently Homer is involved with the homecoming celebrations at his college, which generally is left to people at the college, either in the faculty or students. Uh, but somehow Homer gets a float involved. But uh, he doesn't have a whole lot of ideas besides Mo dancing on his notepad and Godzilla versus Superman. That's 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 really all Homer has. And really, that's all I have, too. I mean, what other kind of homecoming float could you even think of having? Matt? Yes? Can I opt out of this, the Homer plot in this? Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish. We are going to get to some terrible, terrible <laughs> things uh, in, in the next act that I just want to make sure we get to. I, I think... I I genuinely really like the Bart plot. I really I like it a lot. It's I, fantastic. I mean, it is the perfect thing for Bart to get exposed to because as a kid, it doesn't seem like he's sleazy for getting into it. But then, you know, when Bart realizes what's going on, it's the perfect time for him to learn a lesson and we get some of that great Simpsons classic time. But no, I can't. Is there not like a checkbox where I I before I hit submit, I say no Homer, please and then submit oh if only and then i have so i have to give the simpsons my bad email address that all my spam goes to exactly exactly because if you don't you'll get plots like this yeah okay. or at least the, yeah homer anyway moving along yeah uh we see bart go to church uh and reverend lovejoy is doing his usual thing uh sermons about uh prudicitude and uh, constancy and of course i believe he's uh, speaking about the letters in this Oh, yes, the in, chain in, letters uh, the, that Paul sent. Yeah. Oh, God. Which is, that's early Christianity. Chain letters, you know. Uh, I, but I, yes. Uh, I really, I like, and this is a really simple thing, and I wish the episode did anything about it uh, that was deeper. Because Bart's like, hey, church can be, like, it's a really interesting idea that Bart has finally been exposed to a church that is not Lovejoy. And he's like, hey, People actually can have fun at church. Like they have, you know, songs and sermons that are impactful <laughs> and not just a guy reciting 
scripture very, very dryly. And like Bart has been like, there's a lot like Bart sells a soul is one of my favorite episodes. And that is a nut. That's an Bart engaging with the idea of religion or at least spirituality. And like, this is an, another great way to ex- like, he's like, Oh wait, I can actually be interested and excited about religion. Like it's a cool thing that to explore with Bart as a character. And he's like, yeah, love, joy. This is terrible. Why would I go? Why would I? Why would you attend this? This is insane. And that's really fun. And then they just kind of forget about it. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, that, that really should be the conflict in this is, is, you know, Bart's version of faith versus love joys. And then Bart realizing why faith healers are so popular and getting the problems with it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so. Nope. No, we don't get any we'll of get that. into it further on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes, Bart is bored in church and uh, basically uh, tells Reverend Lovejoy that church can be fun, which causes the entire congregation to laugh because they've had Lovejoy for God knows how long. Uh, but Bart, you know, starts playing music or in doing Tybo and basically, you know, making church exciting, oddly enough, because apparently it can be. And Reverend Lovejoy is, of course, upset by this because, you know, Reverend Lovejoy uh, at this point, the. Bart decides that he's going to have his own revival thing. So they go and steal an exterminator's tent uh, from somebody's house, uh, which they don't clear out ahead of time. They just steal the tent, which causes Ralph to get more brain damage. But, you know, Ralph's a lost cause already, as we saw from the whole milk debacle. I do do want to point out this episode is also particularly gross. I mean, gross in what way? Uh, We saw... Uh, Cletus get his dislocated elbow shoved back in the socket. We saw his elbow bone. Yes. Yeah. His elbow. We saw Ralph shoot out coins and then milk from his nose. Uh, there's Ralph rolling around on the ground because he's been poisoned. Of course. And then, but that's before we get to the whole leg thing later on. It's, Kind of, I uh, you're saying. You're just, uh, like I, said, I thought you were talking about the milk thing, but yeah, Cletus's uh, elbow is kind of messed up. But really, his arm is just out of the socket, so you know they pull it back in. That, hey, look, it's, the it's, arm pretty much works again. It doesn't work like that's not how, doesn't work like that. Well, I mean, you can't it at just, least gets you can't dislocate his shoulder back. You like can't that. just yank on an arm, even if it's dislocated. Like you could have that could cause serious problems. You can't just it doesn't. But that's how they always do it in movies, Robbie. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Lethal Weapon. Mel Gibson just shoves his arm into like a pole, and he's fine again. Does it? He gets dislocated shoulders a lot. He probably has ultra mobile shoulders or something. You should probably get that looked at. Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. Probably. Probably. Uh, so yes, at this point, we get the only good part of the entire. Homer subplot. Ah, uh, excuse me, neighbor. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't help but notice you, you picked pretty much all of my flowers. Can't make a float without flowers. Oh, true enough. But uh, did you have to salt the earth so nothing would ever grow again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I remember this all the time. Whenever someone said something about salt in the earth, this is exactly what I think of. And uh, it's the last good part of the Homer plot. Uh... I will disagree with you, Matt. That this is funny? Yep. That's my primary disagreement. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Fair I enough. don't, I don't, there is, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's not just this episode, but it, it, it's a weird, like we talk about Jerk Homer a lot. And obviously this goes like a long ways. Homer being a jerk to Flanders. Like it's not, this is not, a, this is not sudden, you know, Jerk Homer is primarily him being mean to his family. That is really what sets us off when he's being awful to the, the rest of his family and there's no repercussions, no learning about it, no character arc in it. Right. But 
I don't know. There's a line about his behavior towards Flanders, and there's a certain certain behavior is fine, and I think it's funny. And then there's some things I don't know what it is. It just sets off alarm. It goes over that line, and I'm just like, and it just feels too mean to me. And it salts the earth. That is so like one. I don't believe that Homer understands what salting the earth is. Maybe that's well, yeah. my problem with it. I don't think Homer knows that you salt the earth and it, you know, kills it. I don't think. How would he know about that? Has he read Art of War? He hasn't read, like, did he study, like, Stalin and scorched earth policy? Like, did he stonewall? Like, I don't think he knows any of that. So that's part of it. Like, he steals his credit card also in uh, an episode we watched for uh, a bonus episode. I watched it was that catch him if you can. He steals Flanders credit card. And that's fine. That's fine to me. Maybe it's just the That's stealing. That's so weird because I feel like stealing a credit card, you can just report that stolen and it's not that big of a deal. I mean, there have been times where, I mean, like, even if I suppose it's was a horror, but he hit Flanders with a car, even though Flanders was a werewolf. He has done much worse no, things to Flanders I, than this. The, I mean, the credit card's fine to me. That's what I'm saying. This, I don't, the, it's the salting the earth. It feel, It's just so deliberately awful. Like, I'm going to steal your flowers and then make sure nothing else grows. I don't know. It's a. It's not meant. I'm not meant to think about it this much. It's. Re, it is a literal. Like it's a six second joke. I'm not supposed to think about it. Uh, it explains a lot of my problems. I think about things. Fair so enough. I probably overthink things. I, I especially when it comes to The Simpsons. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of our podcast. Yeah. Anyway, kind of. Once Homer has done salting the earth, uh, we see Bart. Uh, and his revival, and he's got the whole town in there. Not just the kids. He's got adults too, and everyone is is, is you know angling for their own kind of healing okay springfield how many of you are in horrible pain yes! Yes! then put your souls together for brother I just wanted to get that whole song. I thought that was a nice song. It's very and, and good. I'm sure Robbie would have yelled at me had I not. Uh, yeah, probably. I probably would have. I probably would have said something. Yeah, yeah. it's that's a really good song. It's true. Also, Bart heals a lot of things. He he heals. Um, uh, uh, 
Wow, I just heard. I can't even remember. <laughs> the important one is he heals Millhouse of being a geek by taking off his glasses. He, here, uh, who knew here, that was all it took? Here, here, he heals Grandpa by punching him in his hip. He heals Professor yeah. Frank. Uh, after he Frank has a cramp Something in his glavin. Yeah, in his glavin, and he heals Patty by slapping a cigarette out of her mouth. Right, which will keep her from ever smoking again. Yeah, that's it's definitely that is the that is the thing that will stop her from smoking again. It's definitely not some brain chemistry because she's been smoking God knows how many cigarettes her entire adult life. Um, but that's it. It it it's a good. It's a really good song, and like it perfectly encapsulates this change in Bart. And I had forgotten. I frankly had forgotten the song was even in this episode. Well, yeah, because it doesn't seem like a song. It's just so short. It just it goes on surprisingly long, longer than you realize, because a lot of it's, uh, you know, there's that break in the middle where Evan Lovejoy is trying to play guitar and basically murdering it. Uh, and then uh, instead of it weeping, his guitar is actually dying. Um, and, and then there's just uh, a lot of instrumental at the end where people are not instrumental, but, you know, people are just singing along in a chorus. So it, it goes by quickly. I, yeah, it's very good. And I the the Millhouse thing is neat as well. I like I like the fact that it's Millhouse that is the I I guess would be the 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 engine of change for Bart if they followed up. It, it would be the this would be the meaningful point with Millhouse, but again, yeah. So, yes, uh, at this point, everything is over. Bart is outside taking a break, wiping off some sweat. Milhouse comes up and sings his thanks to Bart uh, and then attempts to pet the mail truck as it comes down the street and he runs him over and breaks his arm. It does. I mean, we don't even know if it it goes to commercial and we don't know that he's just broken his arm, I think, isn't it? He's we could be dead. That's right. Well, we, we just know that he's dead. He's <laughs> they killed Milhouse and, uh, and an act. I'm like, oh, bold. Bold move, Simpsons. Uh, so, yes, uh, at this point, we do go to a commercial, and Millhouse is, is dead. Uh, no, Millhouse is... But we come back. Millhouse is in the hospital. He's broken his arm, which, after getting hit by a mail truck, that's pretty... That's not bad. It, it could be way, 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 way worse. And I, I... 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 This is basically when... This is no Bart. The, this is the end of Bart's plot, really. Like, I don't. They try and involve him in the rest at the end of this episode. It makes zero sense. It does. I because this becomes a home. They make it a Homer episode, Matt. Well, yeah, because people want to see Homer. Obviously, uh, he is Captain Wacky. It is just. It is just crazy to me that they have the basis of such a really cool idea with Bart and becoming a faith healer, and then his friend becoming hurt and it's that at this point bart uh is kind of loses his faith because millhouse thinks oh bart can just heal me i'll be fine and bart can't uh and he's upset about that and at this point it it seems it's 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 absolutely crazy to me man it is absolutely insane to me that it is at this point this is it bart at his moment of truth it is him realizing oh I can't, I don't have all these powers. This would be the perfect time to go back to the faith healer, find out, oh, this is, I'm a, I, I'm doing, I just do this, like him maybe figuring out the faith healer is a phony, a fraud, a scam artist, whatever, whatever kind of degree you want to deliver it. And Bart having to 
understand the nuance of that, of him going, oh, this is why people like Faith Healers and why blah, 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 blah. But it just, they go to a football game. They they just go to the they go to the they go to the football game basically they go to the build up to Springfield AM versus Springfield U for uh, homecoming um, they build up this rivalry because both Lenny and Carl went to A and M right yeah Springfield A and M founded by a cow is um okay this is a strange question Matt maybe but is that a joke is that like supposed to be a joke. Well, I, I think it's supposed to be because A&M colleges are agricultural and mechanical, uh, I, I believe. So I, I think the idea is that, uh, oh, a, a cow founded at agricultural college is supposed to be a joke. Okay. Also, the the snorting swine. So I, I believe the whole idea is like – because A&M colleges used to be where if you were a farmer or you know whatever, you would you would go there and learn your trade better. It's not as a, a liberal arts college like universities were. Now, oh. there's obviously less of a difference. Okay. I'm – Thank you for explaining it to me. I, it mm-hmm. just they have Lenny go. Yeah, it was founded by a cow, and then like a five second pause of just silence, and I'm like, are they? Is that like? Are they pausing for yep, laugh laughter? <laughs> that doesn't. There's not. It, they don't. Okay, it doesn't. So, uh, and then and then we're at the football game. It's that fast. It is literally just like a thirty second build up, and then the game is happening, and the whole family is there. Uh, Homer is grilling animals and trying to feed them to Lisa. Homer is incredibly drunk almost immediately. Um, apparently the star of Springfield U is their kicker, which I have, I, that's, I don't believe it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, certain, certain kickers are considered good kickers. They are never the heroes of the team. They are not the star player. Usually. They are, hey, please make this kick so we can win the game. But, I, you know, I, okay, it, that's a very small problem. So Homer's drunk and has, they are having the halftime, having, I'm fairly, per, the floats in the stadium at halftime? Yeah, usually the, those are different. Like the half, the homecoming parade is very different from the, you know. From the halftime uh, show, they don't. Yeah, they generally don't have the p- floats come out in the. They're on a the road on in the morning. You watch the p- parade in the morning, and then you drink the rest of the day, and then you watch football. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's the way. Yeah. It, that's the way God meant it to be. I'm very familiar with how football works in America. Um. So Homer's drunk, realizes that the floats are happening. He realizes he's forgotten his, so he goes. And gets it, and there's some problems. Son, I'm afraid that leg is hanging by a thread. Lupchenko must return to game. (laughs) Oh, your playing days are over, my friend. But you can always fall back on your degree in communications. Oh, dear Lord. I know. It's funny, Major. (laughs) Lupchenko learned nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Do your thing. Okay, God. If you did give me a power, let it work now. Not just for me, but for my dad. Heal. 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 Heal, heal, heal. Heal, heal. So Homer had ran over the star kicker and brutally injured him. It's like hanging on by thread. 
We don't see that. That's the one nice thing about this episode. You don't see it hanging on by a thread. You're just told it's hanging on by a thread. Yeah, that's until, well, you don't see it until later. Um, So Homer has has drunkenly driven his float onto the field, run over the star kicker, brutally injured him. Fat Tony is there and apparently has betted on the game and is now angry at Homer for hurting the star kicker. Matt. Yes. Help. Help what, Robbie? Please help me. Why is this about Homer? Uh, because Homer is what everyone tunes in to see. Who? So if the show is not about Homer, the fans apparently get very upset. Who? I could not care less. Nope, neither could I. I could not care less about Homer and whatever is going on with his stupid float and his stupid behavior and the fact he runs over somebody and there's no repercussions, none whatsoever, literally zero repercussions. And this is the this is a larger problem for me, Matt. And it, I don't understand how they don't see it. And it wouldn't be a problem at all if a Homer plot was not. If this was all about Bart, it wouldn't be a problem because it wouldn't happen. But the. It, it just undermines itself. It undercuts itself because what is the thing that convinces what that makes Bart depressed and convinces him that maybe he's not a faith healer? I guess he wants homework to be good. No, it's Millhouse. Millhouse getting hurt is the thing. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see what question you were asking. Now. Yes. The the chain the turning point for Bart in in his plot so far was Millhouse getting hurt and being injured in a way. That could not be obviously not be repaired by him. There's nothing he could do. And Milhouse's injury, I'm not wrong in this. It feels like Milhouse's injury is sold as a serious matter, right? Essentially, yes. And when you you can't have two presentations of violence in the same episode and expect the impact to be different. So because Milhouse is, breaks his arm and he's in the hospital. And it's serious, and he and it leaves Bart depressed. And then you have this star kicker, kicker is last name Eastern European stereotype star kicker, gets run over by Homer, his legs hanging on by a thread, and then Bart is challenged again to heal him, and we're supposed to take it seriously, except they run him back out to kick the ball again, which. So it's a terrible I, idea. It's there's just so many problems. Um, but here, this is the ending of the episode. Oh, doctor, with SU behind and seconds left, my supply of homespun sayings is lower than a doodle bug in Aunt Tilly's root cellar. So we'll Oh, jumping crawdaddies. Is that Lubchenko coming back on the field? Bart did it! And they're gonna try for a field goal. Field goal? Hmm, 19, 20, 21. <gasps> that would win the game! Yes! 
Poor guy, he lost his leg. No, 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 the fans will whoop it up with that leg tonight. You know, drink beer out of it and so on, but uh, it'll turn up in the morning. I'll sew it back on. Will that really work? Well, I assume so. As long as I have Bart's healing powers. Why won't anybody listen to me? I don't have any special powers. I am not a healer. Fine. More money for me. Uh, oh, Dr. Hibbert, thank you for being practical in this weird, weird episode. I, I, so, I, obviously, that clip, I, it has the, you can't hear it, obviously. The kicker kicks the ball with his barely hanging on leg. The ball flies up in the air. Is going to not make it in, uh, over the goalpost, and then his leg, detached from his body, kicks the ball again in the air, and the ball it's makes... It's like extra gross Looney Tunes. It's real... It, well, okay, it is gross. It's not... Ultimately, the grossness is not the thing that bothers me. It's the fact that by making the violent... By making that violence so cartoonish at the, in the second part, it... It takes away from Bart's moment earlier because it doesn't. Who? Oh, his leg's fine. He'll get reattached. It's a funny, and maybe who knows if he'll actually get reattached. But why? Homer literally just ran over a ran over a man and made him lose his leg, and not nothing. Nothing happens. What world do we live in? Know. Where are we, Matt? What is this? There are there. There's no. There's no security. We literally just saw security earlier in the episode on the college campus. They recognized Homer. Uh, it's in this. It's in the same episode, man. What is happening? Why? Why is Homer? I don't. Why is Fat Tony? Um, Fat Tony's there suddenly to get angry at Homer because they need someone to get angry at Homer. Why is? Why is? Why is the end of the episode? Why is the stinger at the end of the episode? Why is it Bart having an argument with Hibbert about healing? Why is where what happened to the first? What happened, Matt? What what happened? Where's the what happened to the story about Bart? Why is Bart trying to help his dad? Why is Bart trying to help Homer? What did Homer do? To, Homer's been terrible. This whole he's especially season eleven. Homer is irredeemable. No one likes him. His whole family hates him. Why do suddenly they want to do something for him? And why is this about him? The first act was supposed to get us to the plot about the faith healing. And then it's just the Homer show again. I want, I wanted resolution about Bart. Bart's story is he heals people, even if he doesn't, but he thinks he does. He can't heal Millhouse, so he's upset. So he's asked to heal a kicker whose leg is hanging off. And he does the same thing, and it doesn't work. He prays to God, and the man loses his leg. It's rough. I. What is that teaching Bart? What is the What is the arc? Where's the character arc? There's none. It's nothing. Uh, it's nope. This is a. This episode is so strange. Well, it's weird because I. I it's got two main problems. One, it tries to uh, – well, it's got one major problem, and that's that it wants to bring Homer into focus because for some reason, whoever was writing this episode or this entire season loves Homer. Homer has to be everywhere and everything because that's what people want. I feel like this episode – this season and the last season had more executive 
controlled in other seasons because I'm sure an executive was like, look, people love Homer. We need him in every episode. And I don't know if they were exerting more influence or what, because that's what it seems like. Because you're right. They're shoving him in places where he has no reason to be like this. They, they brought the Homer plot back because someone was like, well, we need more Homer. You need to get Homer in here. And they're like, well, how can we bring him back? We'll bring back his stupid intro plot. It's very frustrating. Yep. I I think the because the Bart plot's really I really like it. I like all the stuff about Bart being a faith healer and all that. I think it's really cool. It's a really fun thing to explore with that character because he's a kid. And like you said, you can play it off and make it a little bit more innocent. And then when he finally understands what's going on, it makes the impact more powerful. But instead, it it's Homer being an idiot and nothing happening. Nothing, nothing important happens. They, they, they literally, they go, they, they literally go off the road, like towards the cliff. There is a sign that is, they have, they're on a road and it's perfect road and it's paved and it's taken directly where you want to go. And then they see a sign and it says points. It says to cliff, cliff of nothing, cliff of nothing. And they drove off the road onto a dirty, uneven pothole filled road and then drove their car off a cliff to leads to nothing. Basically. It's not a, I know that analogy is not perfect, but is exactly how I feel after this episode. In the end, the episode isn't bad because I, I think the Bart stuff is very good, but it's also makes the episode more frustrating because the Homer stuff I don't enjoy at all. Well, yeah, because I really feel like the Bart stuff could have been a really good, very interesting episode full of a lot of character development for Bart, and they just throw it on the pile of Homer. <sighs> yeah. Um, we'll rank it at the end of the show. No submissions for this for my favorite episode. Is this episode broken, Matt? I hesitate to call it broken because nothing about it is truly awful. It's just confounding. So broken might be a, a wee bit too far. Yeah, I also would not. I would not call it broken. I think the Bart stuff redeems it uh, a lot of it. Um, it just makes it incredibly uneven. But again, it doesn't go off the rails uh, because it it just doesn't. I don't know. It, it's it's hard to describe what it does because it doesn't make any sense. I don't know if that counts as broken. Ultimately, I think it's like a gut feeling kind of thing, and I don't think that's this. Um, but again, a lot of these episodes are vi- are close. <laughs> we're, we're like we're like maybe they're, like, they're not broken, not, but you know. uh, yeah, it's not. Maybe it's got a lot of duct tape on it, and it's working for yeah. now. And but eh, we'll, eh, we'll we'll see. Um, we can move on to our next segment. It is time for comments of the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comments News Group is where I comb through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people are talking about a week or two after an episode debuted, what they thought of the episode, if there's anything else interesting that they're talking about. Um, I got, again, a good review and a bad review, Matt. Um, the, the best and the worst, actually. Uh, the first, an absolutely excellent episode, best of the season so far. Couch Gag was sheer brilliance, and Testify is the best musical production number in some time. Excellent jokes throughout, a perfect A+. 10 out of 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, then, here's the, the most negative. Religious plot was weak, and the ending was completely ruined by a particularly gross ending. It seems that Dr. Nick has more medical ethics than Dr. Hibbert. D+. Plus. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah, I think we can prove that by I, now. I, I sure. Um, there is a lot of argument about of all the things to argue about for this episode. Argument about if that football play at the end, if the kick is a valid, a valid kick. That is actually interesting. I would like to know that. It's not. Oh, well then. Although I don't. Again, it would never happen in like the only thing I could think of in real life that could potentially be similar would be if the field kicker kicks the ball, it's going to miss. And then like a bird flies through and hits the ball and knocks it to make it through like a third party object in the air knocks the ball and makes it a a, a valid uh, field goal makes it gives it three points. Like, that's the only thing I could think comparatively, because obviously this would never happen in real life and couldn't happen. Yeah. The physics don't work like that, and no one is going to be kicking with their leg hanging off. But I don't think – obviously, football rules are not written to in, to include if a kicker's foot kicks the ball twice once in midair because it has fallen off of his body. Um, well, of course. Of course. But I think it's – I think strictly under the rules – it is allowed because as long as it's disconnected from his body, make getting a foreign object. It is, and it's not one that anyone launched there with any purpose. I don't, that's the weird thing. I think if it was like a bird or something from the fans, they would just treat it as part of the field. Like a referee is basically part of the field. Right. And therefore if anything it interacts with, it's just like it hit the grounds. I don't I honestly don't know. It's a weird question because it would never actually I don't know. I'm gonna say it's good. And I think the 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 Well until cyborgs are allowed to play in the yeah. NFL. You know, me might be here before you think, Matt. Yeah. Um I mean steroids no, but cyborgs, hey, maybe. Here, I'm gonna break something to you. There's plenty of football players on steroids. <laughs> oh, well. They're just I mean, not yeah, I'm just sure. because they haven't got caught does not mean they're not taking. I they are, there are definitely football players taking steroids this moment. <gasps> I'm shocked, shocked. Oh no, they're taking. They're playing an absolutely brutal game, and they need to heal so they make money. I can't believe they would they would take drugs to help them do that. I know it's weird how we have all these sports who just hurt people over and over again. Yeah, so they take things that make them feel better. Um, that's that's it. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite celebrity that wasn't voiced by themselves? Appreciate everyone who took the time to answer. First, Christian, Presidents Bush, Ford, and Gorbachev in Two Bad Neighbors. Um, President H.W. got a lot of votes, Matt. Well, I mean, it's a really good impression of it. It is very good. Uh, uh, AJ, in special, another parody of Robin Williams' character from Dead Poets Society. Well, this is a bit of a stretch. I love it because it's a not-so-subtle reference to the fact that Dan Castellaneta voiced another one of Robin's roles when he, quote-unquote, wasn't available. Well, not as amusing as when he took the genie role in an Aladdin sequel. I can appreciate this reference. Uh, Aaron John Travolta from Beyond Blunderdome. But, like, you says you were going to help me move. Oh, jeez. It's not a good one, but it's no. still really funny. And then, well, and Abby, uh, similarly, the guy who looked like John Travolta, Itchy, and Scratchy Land. Yeah, looks like. Uh, Th- Theresa, George H.W. Bush, N. Barr. Hello, Mr. President. Uh, Mike, Jack Webb in Mother Simpson. Great Dragnet plot. Tommy, uh, Tommy's answer. Madonna, I'm telling you, I'm British. I'm British. I'm British. <laughs> uh, Stuart. 
uh, Archangel of Glow, George and Barbara Bush just love how they become the Wilsons to Bart's Dennis the Menace. Uh, again, uh, Brian at Jandor 2015, Madonna from the Regina Monologues, I'm telling you I'm British. Uh, Zach, Zach Kowalski, if they don't think George Bush is the answer, then they don't know George Bush. Uh, Lauren, That's fantastic. Great phrase in there. Yeah, Lauren at El Columbia 88, Bill Clinton and Bob Dole in Citizen Kang. Phil Hartman did have a great Clinton impression, be it brief, before being sucked into the cold recesses of space. What's your answer, Matt? I actually have to go with uh, the last one there with uh, uh, Bob Dole and uh, Clinton. That was actually really funny. Mine was uh, a it's a brief gag and it's a voice that they reuse. But Charles Bronson. Oh, yeah. In Bron- that's a good one. In Bronson, Missouri. <laughs> hey. uh, and he just I mean, hey, that's, it just uses that voice for the, uh, the 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 clerk, the store clerk, the surly clerk guy basically yeah yeah it's the same it's a charles bronson voice but whatever i i really appreciate it and i it, it's a thing that springs into my mind and i just went yeah i like it a lot obviously hw bush is great um next week's question what is your favorite physical gag i'm gonna have to think about it uh, yeah that, that's gonna be a tough one it is a tough one so slapstick humor we got a lot of it in season 11 and 10 might as well try and think of the good and not the bad uh, post this question on all our social media, facebook.com slash the Simpson Show Pod, Twitter at Simpson Show Pod, and you can email us at SimpsonShowPod at gmail.com. It is time once again, Matt, for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. SMRT. I mean, SMART. The No Google Trivia Challenge is Matt and each shot work. The no Google trivia challenges where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy, one medium, one hard, and try and stump the other. I have a nine-point lead on Matt so far this season. Crushing me this season. I don't. That's not crushing, Matt. You've had beaten me by twenty-one points at at one point. Well, that was just because of Eric and his uh, silly questions. Mm-hmm. He's okay. Um, give me an easy question. All right, sir. Your easy question for today. Uh, mine are actually all from Bart the General. Ooh. Uh, what do Nelson's cronies steal from Lisa that causes Bart to get in a fight with them? I want to say cupcakes. You are correct. Okay. I'm sure. I think I was overthinking that. Okay. Your, uh, your questions are from the Homer they fall. Okay. Who does Homer fight in his return from prison? Oh, uh, sorry. That is a very weird way. Uh, Dredrick Tatum. Right. I thought you meant when Homer got out of jail and I'm like, wait, Homer didn't get out of jail. What do you ask? No. Yeah. In his return from prison, who does Homer fight? In that case, Homer is the question. Homer is the, uh, the object of the sentence. Who does Homer fight? Like in Homer's return from prison, who does Homer fight? I can't give you the name of the guy who's returning from prison, Matt. I know, but you could say, who does Homer fight when that person gets out of jail? See, that's it's weird. That's anyway. that's harder to that. See, that's shorter. You know, when you you have two versions and both are confusing and one is shorter than the other, you always take the shorter one. We should just do the Jeopardy style then. Oh God, no this fighter! No, 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 no Jeopardy style. What's the medium question? All right, your medium question. According to Herman, what is the key to Springfield? Oh man, the Carthaginians knew it. The but um, higher ground. Uh, I'm sorry, Robbie. It is Elm Street. Elm Street. Okay, I don't. I remember that higher ground was an important part because they were pelting them with water balloons. Right. Okay, uh, Matt. What drove Mo out of boxing? Uh, politics. It was all politics. Or was it getting knocked down 138 times in a row? What's your answer, Matt? 
I mean, like there were lots of things. Moe's answer was politics, and then he says getting knocked down 100, you know. You're going to remember the number for a medium question, aren't you? Yeah, I am. That is what I'm asking you. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Let me let me spend some time thinking. I mean, it's just a number, Matt. There's only so many of them. I hate you so much. Um, <laughs> that is the response I'm looking for. I'm going to say 114 times in a row. 40 times is the correct answer. 140 yeah. or 40? 40. 40. 40. 40. 40. 40. 40. 40. Getting knocked out 40 times in a row. Huh, I swear I remember him saying 100, but, you know. Anyway, all right. Your hard question. Mm-hmm. What three words or phrases does Grandpa not want to hear on TV anymore? Oh, no. They're funny, too. They are. I just can't remember them. I know I get, um, getting busy, family jewels, and underpants. You actually got one of them. Uh, it is bra, okay. horny, and family jewels. Okay. I knew Family Jewels was one. I I was close to the others. You know, bra, you, were, you were close, a, a but since is, I'm behind by a, however many points, bra, you don't get anything. A bra is an underpant, sort of. Sort of. Sort of. It's undershirt, really. You put it under your shirt. But, you know, whatever. Okay, so your hard question, Matt. What car washes does Homer buy as he ascends the ranks of the Hobo Boxing Association? Oh, God. There's four of them. I think one of them is an executive. I have no idea what the rest are. Uh, there, I think one starts out with normal and it's premium, and then it's executive, and then it goes up from there. Is that your answer? You're not going to try? Yeah. No. No. I'm not going to waste everyone's time. Okay. Uh, it is premium wash, ultra deluxe wash, super premium wash, and finally the mega tycoon wash. I think I remember the mega tycoon wash. Now that you say it, but the rest, yes. After, I believe I asked you previously the hobos that he beats. Um, now, yes, you definitely. Have I, now, now we're going to do the car washes. Uh, we both have one point. Uh, sailmate again today. I was so, man. I, I really should have thought a little bit harder about that, Grandpa. I could have gotten it. I got family jewels. Yeah, um, probably. I don't know. That's a long Barth the General. It's been a long time since I watched Barth the General. Uh, that puts us still at nine point difference, 27 to 18. It's, I, I mean, you can't keep this up forever, Matt. <sighs> Apparently I can little by little. I mean, you're not, you can't tie me every week. You gotta, you gotta make up ground. I'm, I'm trying here, but you keep asking me weird dang questions. Weird dang questions. No weirder dang questions than you, you ask me weirder dang. Uh-huh. Weird. Uh-huh. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. Segment. We had every single episode with. It is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is a part of the show. Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Uh, Let's start near the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's better. I think the Bart stuff makes it. It pulls it up a little. Right. Um, it pulls it up into the, the, the season one kind of episodes and out yeah, of the drudgery of season 10 and 11. Yeah, that's where I'm looking at. It's uh, I'm looking at Simpson Tide. Is it better than Simpson Tide? Oh, that is a tough one. I think it's not. I, I don't I, think so either because the Bart Homer stuff in Simpson Tide makes it, you know, more interesting for me, essentially. I just, wow. Um, ass. I, <laughs> I don't think it's better than Simpson Tide. I think it's I do think it's better than Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner, which is directly below Simpson Tide. Yeah. I I don't know why you hate that one so much, but I, I you know it's I respect it. It's Guess Who's it 
Okay, so I don't know. Th- this episode has more substance than that one does. That's really yeah. all. It has the Bart stuff, which I like. And it has the, it has testified it's a good song. Don Cheadle does a great job as Brother Faith, even though he's not, he's not in the episode very, very much. Um, Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner is full of, like, n- n- it's, there's no, all I remember that episode is Homer doing things and there's no reason. Just things happen, you know? It's yeah. literally, and that, and that's not how you write. So it it's going to be, I don't, I like thing. I like characters doing things for actual reasons, not that's crazy. because not because just the writer said so. Um, so or faith, because it fits in what they want to happen. Yes, exactly. You have to have reasons. Uh, faith off is number two hundred five on our list. Below Simpson tied above. Guess who's coming to criticize dinner? First on our list is still Homer's enemy. Last on our list is when you dish upon us are still. Uh, all right, Matt. I'm gonna say that. Uh, Within, uh, you know, the next few episodes, it will not be the last on this list. Oh, goodness. Let's see. What's the, what are the next few episodes? Or is the Mansion Family. Mansion uh, Family is... Not great, but not terrible. Saddle Sore Galactica. Uh-oh. And, yeah, Saddle It's not Mansion Family, which I don't really have any strong feelings about, really. I know it has monkey knife fights. Uh, but then after after the Mansion Family, we have, we have Saddle Sore Galactica, Alone Again, Naturally Diddly, and Missionary Impossible. Ugh. But but luckily after that we do get to Pygmalion, which is a shining bright star in season eleven compared to the what it's around. I mean, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? I mean, I remember liking that one I, fairly well. I remember liking this episode, and I remember now I know I remember liking the Bart part of this episode. Then, but there's we still got kill kill the alligator and run. You ready for that? That's, oh, God, that's later on. Me. It has a uh, it has alligators in it. Man. Yeah, get get it because they go okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this all the stuff's on our website, simpsonshow.com. Uh, links to everything there. Uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, RSS feed, and our link to our Patreon. If you want to throw a shout a couple dollars, obviously appreciate it. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Please check out my other podcast, Ants Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books and serial finesse it's about lots of nerdy things the most recent episode is a book club review of meddling kids <laughs> i didn't i did not i did not enjoy it Spoil, oh, spoilers it's not much of a spoiler it's pretty evident very quickly if you listen to the episode um matt does not participate in social media unless a certain level of patreon back you want to find him uh, that is true. Uh, I have decided that my next assignment will to be go among the cats, as Jane Goodall did with the gorillas. So I will learn to be like them and to do as they do. I will sleep and eat and be pissy towards everyone. Uh, so your best option is to uh, get a little uh, strip of paper, put it inside a little mousy and just toss it wherever I am. What, and that's the only way you'll get me to read things. What kind of cats are we talking about? I mean... We did just get a, a new four pack of kittens and their mom. Um, is that what we call that? Goofy. We call it a four pack. Yes. Yep. That's okay. what I call it. Oh, okay. Got it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, I thought you called those litters, Matt. When you're speaking no, no, of four packs. When, when you're speaking of kittens. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Just checking with you. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching the Simpsons. Shh.